Hi, my name is Jennifer, and you're listening to Inclusivity, where we discuss all things media and tech in education. And my name is Gabby, and we're here today to tell you about T-T-T-T-Pack and explain how it can be utilized in the classroom. And I'm Russell. Today, we'll be specifically focusing on the integration of the T-Pack model within the modern secondary educational schooling system. Before we begin, let's define T-Pack. TPAC can be defined as the technical, pedagogical, and content knowledge of a particular lesson or set of teaching instructions. The model has three components, technical knowledge, pedagogical knowledge, and content knowledge. Essentially, what educators strive to do is to create their lessons and build them around the center of all three of these components. The three platforms that we will be discussing in today's podcast all fall under the TPAC umbrella in the sense that they satisfy all of the criteria that constitutes TPAC. So let's get started. So I'll be introducing Gather. Gather is a virtual classroom simulation that can be used by students and teachers. This platform is can be used in all age groups and levels of education. In this particular case, our group has decided to focus on utilizing this platform in a secondary two classroom environment. So you might be wondering, what does it do? Gather is an online platform that allows teachers to create a virtual classroom. Gather allows for students to attend class and participate in Zoom-like calls, use whiteboards and Google Documents all at the same time. And on top of it, you can attend lectures by the teachers in real time. Personally, I would use this tool in my own classroom to do group work. Using Gather, I would be able to monitor the group work being done by many different groups at the same time. This platform is great for collaborative work because students, especially in the climate of COVID-19, where everything is online, would still be able to participate in a classroom discussion and attend a lecture that I could be teaching. Gather falls on the SAMR scale under substitution category because it can be substituted for a normal classroom setting. It would fall under this category because Gather is an online classroom platform that allows teachers to teach their students virtually rather than in person. Although the current environment with COVID-19, online learning has taken precedence over in-person learning. I bring up the point that in this case scenario, Gather could be considered to fall under the category of redefinition because teachers would still be able to deliver a full lesson to their students in real time and be able to supervise multiple groups on the platform. This platform is helpful for establishing equity within the classroom because, as most teachers would assume, their students will be using Gather for the first time, meaning they would all be able to start from square one and discovering the platform on their own. This can also help break barriers when it comes to language and disabilities because the platform is designed for anyone to use as long as they have a stable internet connection. The only aspect of this platform that could be considered inequitable would be the necessity for a laptop and a stable internet connection. So that is Gather and it's an awesome platform for TPAC learning. Next, I just want to focus in on another interesting technology that sits within the TPAC educational model, and it's called ThinkLink. Basically, the purpose of the entire platform is to create interact infographics with 3D visualization technology, including images and videos. So ideally, this platform would be for a multitude of age groups. Since it is able to be installed and used on a multitude of desktop environments and tablets, it can be used for ages 5 to 20 or even much older. The complexity or simplicity of the content being presented is relative to what the user wishes to demonstrate or explain. Well, what exactly does it do? ThinkLink equips educators with tools to make interactive posters, dioramas, models, or even 3D virtual spaces. Rather than creating flat diagrams, teachers can now visually annotate images with 
with the use of widgets. These can expand and provide further context on the subject, or even possibly explain how it relates to the topic as a whole. So what is its use in the educational system? Is it really applicable? Uh, well, yes and no. This platform is not specifically or exclusively designed for educational purposes. However, it possesses strong team building practices that can be seamlessly integrated into the classroom or educational environment. By dividing up the sections of the class, students gain and understand as to better work in a group setting. As for integrating this specific tool or platform into a classroom, an excellent use of this tool within an educational context would be to make use of its three-dimensional modeling and labeling capabilities especially in such peculiar and obscure times. The tangible aspect of presentation has not been possible. Within the scientific realm of education, teachers typically enjoy using models to demonstrate various structures and organisms. For say an educator in a scientific field wishes to present the model of a cell to their students, they would be able to not only generate a three-dimensional render of the cell itself, but create clickable and touchable reference points that would elaborate on the particular part of the cell's function. Again, with the hands-on world of science, quite a few teachers prefer the exploratory type of learning when talking about dense subject matter or topics. One of these subjects at the college level is biology. As it requires a lot of memorization, professors at John Abbott College bring their students to the Morgan Arboretum, which is a natural reserve. Platforms like ThinkLink allow for these educators to place labels on a diverse amount of living and non-living matter within the ecosystem. This further enriches the educational experience and makes it more intuitive for students to want to be able to learn. Zoning in on the SAMR scale as a whole, this platform is most likely to be in the transformative section under the modification competency. Since this platform alters a pre-existing form of information, it is not redefining a new system, but rather altering the parameters of the presentation medium itself. So as Russell mentioned, we are in unprecedented times right now, and it is very difficult for teachers to recreate the tangible aspects of a classroom. But when we really look into it, it's difficult for teachers to recreate the classroom at all, especially when students cannot be physically in schools in many countries right now. And to remedy this, we have been using video conferencing apps such as Zoom, which is the most commonly used, which also falls under the TPAC umbrella. So what does Zoom do? Zoom allows you to do video calls with one or multiple people. Zoom is a platform that can be used for all ages to do video calls with one or multiple people. While it was not originally created for educational purposes, uh, rather for video conferencing for businesses and such, it is now seen as one of the most important educational tools, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic. In the context of this pandemic, this tool is extremely useful because it enables schools to continue during a time when it is safest for children to stay at home. Zoom's features such as whiteboard, screen share, and breakout rooms are ideal for use in classrooms as they replicate features that teachers use in real life. However, seeing as everything is online, Zoom can also be useful during and after the pandemic for things such as video conferences with specialists who do not live in the same city or even the same country as the students do. This is why, while generally Zoom falls under the substitution scale of the SAMR model, which means that it only replicates something that can be done without technology, when it is continued to be used after the context of the COVID-19 pandemic, it will allow for the redefinition of education in general. It also enables students who are physically disabled who sometimes can find it difficult to physically get to a classroom to still attend classes from home. As you're thinking about what you learned with us today, don't forget to put your students at the center of the learning process by using the TPEC model in order to create lesson plans that will interest and engage your students. My name's Russell. My name's Jennifer. 
My name's Gabby. And this has been another episode of Inclusivity.